This is Weekly Woman by Jubilance for PMS. First, we have to give it up for our sponsor, Jubilance for PMS, the only supplement on the market to help relieve your emotional PMS symptoms. This supplement is produced by a woman-run company and is the only clinically tried supplement on the market for the emotional side of PMS. Just think if you could stop all the stressing and those anxieties that accompany PMS. It's totally possible with a supplement you take once a day. Learn more if Jubilance is right for you at jubilance.com. Welcome so much. We're so excited to have you on the podcast today. Yes, I'm glad. Hello, everyone. I think I'm Sydney. But hi, my name is Sarah Moses, and I'm the co-founder and president of Empowering Our Women Signature. Amazing. So we kind of start off with some more fun questions, or maybe not so fun, uh, this question. But what have you been up to during the pandemic? Well, right now, well, I can begin from 2020. We've been focusing both on sexual reproductive health and rights, as well as gender-based violence that um, greatly affects young women within St. Lucia. Hmm. Can you talk a little bit about empowering young women? So what is this organization? Um, well, our organization basically focuses on educating women on the importance of sexual reproductive health and rights, mental health, raising awareness on the prevalence of gender-based violence, as well as trying to create a, a formality with leadership in communities and trying to build community work and involvement among young women. Oh, that's amazing. And I found like your organization on Instagram and like the amazing work that you're doing. You just finished what had been culminating in like a two, three-year project, the Period Pride Project. Can you talk a little bit about what that is? Well, yes. So we um, started executing the Career Pride project in 2021. So we tried to align with, with the menstrual hygiene awareness day, which is May 28th. So we're trying to separate from the hygiene part and try to raise more awareness among period poverty instead of focusing on thinking that period is dirty and that you know we need to clean up ourselves when we're in our during our period. So instead of having that kind of mentality, we try to shape it more on raising awareness on period equity that affects real young girls in our in St. Lucia, basically. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Um, as a podcast based in America, mm-hmm. maybe we have a very different um, like aspect of how we think about menstruation and taboo. Can you talk about what like what the current thinking is on St. Lucia about menstruation? Well, we, I guess it's, um, it's a global issue, to be honest. Um, there's always this stigma that period is dirty and that when we, we have, and we discuss about period, that we have a kind of uncomfortable feeling like we aren't ready to embrace it. We always have that kind of negative mentality towards period that is just painful and we should hate it and instead of embracing it and loving it and know that it's natural and that means we are healthy if we have our periods so i think it's like a global issue and not only in st lucia managing my stress levels i take on way too much i do way too many things and every year i tell myself i'm going to do less and less 
but I always seem to not meet that goal every year. I've removed no stress from my life. There is um, too much to do. If you're also trying to remove stress from your life, the only thing that has helped me immensely, more than anything, has been Jubilance. Uh, this PMS supplement <laughs> is a lifesaver, and most of the stress that I have to deal with is on my period, and it helps me keep my cool, find my peace, and deal with my stress and manage it better. But now that I have a Jubilance to help me with all this stress, I was able to get everything I need to get done. I am not overwhelmed, and I can finally put this all away and just enjoy what 2021 has to bring. And what is, what is the period education look like in St. Lucia? In America, we have a health class when we're like in fifth grade, sixth grade. So like 11 or 12, where they talk about your period for the first time. Um, what does it look like? What do you guys do on St. Lucia? Um, well, we have um, specific courses in our curriculum that not really in-depthly focus on menstrual hygiene or um, the female autonomy. So it's like a brief, a brief um, lesson basically. So it doesn't really go in depth on how to care for ourselves and understanding how menstruation works. Or usually um, companies come in and like do a brief introduction to it, but nothing really in depth on educating girls on like what's to be expected on the period and what to do and not what to do and what signs to know that you're having some stuff like PCOS and other, you know, stuff that affects your body while you're on your period. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I'm to, yeah. yeah, so that's great that they have empowering our women so people can learn a little bit more in depth about what a period is and what this thing that happens like once a month is happening in our, like half the population. <laughs> That is extremely true. That is very true. So what exactly are you doing with the education component with empowering our women? How are you getting everything out there? Um, well, since we're still in a pandemic, we're trying to have everything online and like do everything on social media. Mm -hmm. But we, we're trying to, to expand our, our um, formality and try to reach to the schools as much as possible in the near future. But right now we're just um, strictly thinking about having our advocacy on social media for now. That's so cool. Yeah, I think it's that's really helpful in like getting out to a huge community touched internationally as well as like the Caribbean and St. Lucia, which is really cool. Yeah. Can, can you talk a little bit about what's been happening with the pandemic in St. Lucia? How are you guys doing? Well, um, <laughs> well, it's been pretty bad to be honest. Um, the pandemic has really affected our main industry, which is the tourism industry. But right now, we, which we kind of recuperating from the effects of the pandemic as we're bringing more tourists during the in the next the last couple of months. So it's kind of like a good sign that we're okay. trying to you know cope with the pandemic. But however. Um, it still greatly affects adolescent girls, especially with, you know, the lack of economic mobility among these certain groups, because, you know, um, within our region, there's a high level of informal work. And yes, it so it basically affects young women more than the, the our counterparts, um, male counterparts, basically. So, yes. Oh, man, I'm so sorry about that. 
Yes, it's totally understandable. So we're trying our best to try and you know, cope with trying to end that stigma against um, period poverty, to try and raise awareness and try and incorporate, you know, menstrual products and, you know, menstrual awareness during the pandemic as much oh. as well. That's awesome. And you guys have been able to donate a lot of period products to women in need, which is amazing. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Thank you very much. Um, yes. So we started in 2020. We um, began with um, distributing menstrual packages, like in a bag. So we started um, targeting adolescent and girls within um, who are more vulnerable than others. So we started in the Uptown Garden Girls Center and in the Transit Home, which is in Grizzly, St. Lucia. And in 2021, we decided to try and um, extend our reach to schools. So we decided to create our period pride campaign. (laughs) Yes, and we made our little personal fan packs with like more products and our first package. um, distribution so we try to reach to schools in the rural communities and that affect you know where young girls are more highly affected that's awesome wow that's amazing um i'm sure people are just so thrilled to get that um yes (laughs) (laughs) they really love the packages at first so yes we are happy that we made an impact on the lives of these adolescent girls it means a lot to us wow that's amazing and um, how are you able to fund everything? How can people help? How, like, do you get donations? Um, how well, are you able the, to? Yes, so um, within 2020, it has been, it was extremely hectic. We didn't have any grants because we were just a upcoming organization. So we had to be promoting on our social media and asking for donations and asking for, um, organizations that can help give us, you know, a little bit of funds or items that could help, you know, curate our packages. It was a bit difficult to try and fund the first cycle, the first package donation drive. But however, in 2021, we got our we apply for grants and we end up getting funds from the from the Frida Feminist Fund. It was um, amazing that you know we have the funds already, so we just had to just purchase some of the items, and you know everything was organized already. So that was amazing. Wow, that's incredible! Congratulations on those grants. Thank you very much. That is quite a feat. That's awesome. Yes, yes, it was. It was extremely. I was extremely thankful for that. To be honest, like coming from a organization was just existing in two thousand and eighteen. And we, you know, we, we don't have much experience with, you know, grant making and stuff like that. And, you know, it just happened and we got so like, extremely lucky with that. So I'm extremely thankful. Wow. Um, and where do you see empowering our women going in the future? What's, what's next for you guys? Um, well, we're trying to, since we already started with gender-based violence, as well as sexual reproductive health and rights, we're trying to most likely incorporate it together in, you know, future advocacy plans. So hopefully um, in for the system of activism, we try to focus on both sexual reproductive health and how it coincides with gender-based violence mm. as well. 
And also we're trying to do something more on leadership and allowing girls to get some more education, how to market themselves, who have the interest in, you know, doing, having a small business basically. So we're trying to focus on both leadership aspects as well as raising advocacy for social issues that affect adolescents. Wow, that's amazing. Congratulations. <laughs> you guys are doing a lot. That's, um, that's awesome. Thank you very much. Yeah. And something I didn't ask before is how did you end up starting Empowering Our Women? What prompted you to create this organization in 2018? Well, um, I always realized that there was an, a significant need for advocacy organizations that focus on the well-being of young adolescent girls and women in St. Lucia. And there was a, a significant lack um, within that aspect here. So, you know, myself and uh, another young lady, we decided to come up with this organization and try to end the stigma and also try and, you know, curate outreach programs to at least assist girls who are in need. So, yes, basically, that's how we, we came to existence. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and something that we always ask on this podcast, Tara, is um, what is your definition of womanhood? Well, that's a, a, a streak of <laughs> a brief, uh, well, I would say a brief overview of everything. Um, well, to me, womanhood good, um, means like embracing yourself and, you know, being proud that you're a woman, no matter what society has to say about, you know, the stigma and, you know, the, the forms of barriers that we face as women, I believe that you know, no matter what society has against us or what kind of disparities we have faced, we, we still have that courage and, you know, that pride that will help us, you know, encounter, like, <laughs> sorry. No, I think that's awesome. It's like you said, embrace so, yourself, which I think yeah, is to amazing. Yeah, to, to embrace our, like, oh, just, just going, carrying on and everything. But like, something that will help us you know, embrace our ourselves as a woman. So, you know, no matter what society has against us, you know, we, we know that we are women and we are strong and that we are amazing and we are phenomenal. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Yes, we are phenomenal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Tara, if there was something that you could give, like, as advice to yourself, like 10 years ago, what would it mm -hmm. have been? Well, definitely don't listen to what anyone has to say about you because you're amazing. That's the best thing I would say. And trying not to overthink situations, you got this. And, you know, take everything, you know, patiently and take everything slowly. Everything happens for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you know, whatever happens is inevitable. I'm just, you know, live in the moment. That's awesome. I love that. Live in the moment. I think we should all do that with this crazy year that we've had. I totally agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> and how can people find out more about empowering our women? Well, we, we have all um, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter accounts. So you can check it out at empowering our women SLU. Okay. Yes. Perfect. Awesome. And is there anything else you want to add to our listeners today? Um, <laughs> to be honest, I'm not too sure, but the most, um, I would 
advice is that you check it out page and you know at least show an uh, interest and interact with our posts as well and we are open to donations for our second and third cycle for our peer project so if you think you you might want to be a donator you don't know we are open to receiving all donations right now amazing thank you so much for being on the podcast today tara welcome thank you for having me it's a great pleasure to be here